Since 1973, Tattoo Charlie's has been an established body modification studio in Kentucky. Featuring world-renowned artists and piercers, currently with locations on Preston Highway and in Lexington. A staple point in the tattoo community. Learn more at TattooCharlie's.com. Set up your appointment today at 7904 Preston Highway. Our tattoos are done while you wait. Visit the 21st Amendment Tavern, located in a Germantown neighborhood at the corner of Burnett and Shelby. 21st Amendment Tavern has great drinks and amazing food from head chef Andrea Estes. Also at the tavern, the Metal Forge Live is featured with doors at 9 and shows at 10 and just 5 bucks. Head on out to 21st Amendment Tavern. To the Metal Forge. I'm your host, Mark Jackson, and I'm going to be pounding out the best regional metal for you tonight. If you're new to this show, pick up your hammer and get down with some of these featured guests. Got any questions or comments? Send them to MetalForgeRadio at gmail.com. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is your host, Mark Jackson, tuning in today on Valentine's Day. Thank you all for tuning in. I hope you're spending your day with your loved one and getting them flowers and chocolates. Yes, chocolate. You j- j- jump into my Dr. Evil there. Yeah, have fun fucking with it, you know. That's what it's all about, right? So today on the show, I have provoked the punishment from here in Louisville, Kentucky. Awesome dudes, you know. I recorded the interview with them on the 2nd which was Super Bowl Sunday, uh, go Chiefs, right? You know, bandwagon time. Is that right? That's normally how it happens. Nobody likes them until they until they win the big game. Uh, you know, the XFL has started. There's always that. You could you could be part of the uh like the the Florida Vipers or what the fuck ever they're called. No, anyways, um, I want to thank those guys for you know letting me do the interview with them because they're super cool dudes, you know, and they're gonna be playing some songs that were recorded in their in their practice studio, and completely blew me away. Super tight band, you know, and the interview it's it's a pretty long interview for the show, but. Well, not in the new format anyways, which I hope you all are enjoying the new format because it has definitely been more in depth and I like that. You know, with the with the constraints on the FM band with that, you know, sometimes you know people couldn't be themselves because they they're like me, they cuss like a sailor or something like that. But now it's like I can either do things over the phone or I could uh, go visit people or we can meet up in a mutual in like a neutral location. And, you know, it allows people to be themselves more and say what they want to say and mean what they say and so on and so forth. So I'm really glad uh, that I have that opportunity now as well, more so than what I had when it was on the FM station, which I love that it was still on there and that I have the archive that I've been uploading to SoundCloud for that. But more so, you know, I like the fact that it's more in-depth interview. And while the music is there, it's, you know, along with, it's more personal. And I like that a lot more. So if you like it, awesome. Let me know, you know, if you don't like it, awesome let me know what i can do to 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 fix it because that's what it's all about you know it's all about letting me you letting me know what i can do to make the experience better for you the listener or the band for example send all your questions all your comments and if you send in a question let me know if you want to send in questions to for me to ask the band you know because that's what we're all here for is to get these um, musician profiles out there. 
if you want to ask, you know, what's their favorite color? Uh, what's their favorite childhood memory? Let me know those things because that's what matters. It's the personability of it. If you do that, send it to metalforgeradio at gmail.com. Actually, you can send it to me on any of the platforms. You can send it to me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. It's all branded Metal Forge Radio. Same thing with the uh, Patreon page. It's Metal Forge Radio. All of the handles are the same, even on SoundCloud, Metal Forge Radio. So if you have any questions, concerns, comments, please drop a line. Let me know. Until then, you know, smash that like button even more. Subscribe on all your devices. Leave the reviews that you want. That helps me more than you know. Let's get into Provoke the Punishment. This is going to be a song called Burden of Bones. Before we leave the show, they're going to be playing another song called Sacrifice the Beast on the Metal Forge. Here it is. So I am being Correct. joined by Provoke the Punishment. Guys, how the fuck are you doing today? How's it going? Amazing. Great, great. Sunday. It's Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. Woo, Mind man. You. So Super it's Super Bowl Sunday, so you're letting everybody know that this is pre-recorded like a week and a half in advance. Precisely. Mm-hmm. precisely. So I hope they both lose. 
Me too. <laughs> you know, I'm a hockey fan, and you know what? I really wish. I don't understand how someone know. from Florida likes hockey. Hey. And I skate. <laughs> really? <laughs> I played hockey as a kid. In Florida? No, actually in Maine. Oh. I'm from Florida and well, lived in Maine for a few years. Well, see, that makes more Maine. sense now. So why don't we everybody go around the room here and introduce ourselves? So I'm, I'm Jamie. I am the guitarist and the band manager of Provoke the Punishment. Uh, I'm Aaron. I play drums. Uh, I'm Brian McClure. I'm the singer. Ron. <laughs> I make the boom. He, he brings the bass. He brings the he, he, he is definitely our heavy hitting bass player. Oh, the heavy hitter. That's a, that's yeah, a little Not to be confused with the little panda. Not to be confused with the little panda. Right. It's, it's bad when our drummer hits the bass heavier than our bass our, uh, drummer here. <laughs> wow, really? Yes, Aaron. Yeah, that's pretty hardcore. fucking cabinets. Shut up. That's necessary. <laughs> Technically cheating. So why music? You know, because that's a, that's a question that everybody's like, because it's in my blood. For but me, seriously, why, why music? Music is, is part of who I am. I'm, I mean, it, it, for me, um, I've been playing music ever since I was about four years old. Um, my dad played, my granddad played, you know, so it's, it's always been something that I've been around, and as I've, you know, aged, per se, um, I've picked up multiple instruments, and the guitar was kind of one of the things that really uh, spoke to me, per se. Um, I remember as a kid listening to Iron Maiden riffs, and I was just like, man, I wish I could do that, and I learned. And now you're doing that. I'm doing it, so... Honestly, I think me music and metal, it's what makes life worth living. I mean, I've, I've taken breaks away from music, and it was like, it was very hard to, you know, get from day to day. Like, man, I need something to look forward to. I need something to get fucking excited about. And, you know, at the end of the day, I need to fucking make some heavy goddamn music. You know what I mean? Right. And, absolutely. You know, I, can't, I, can't go, I can't go all day without listening to something, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, and there's nothing better than that feeling of, of making a really heavy song feeling this this is fucking brutal i wonder what's going to happen when we play this out and then when you play it out and then you see the connection between you wrote the song and you've put everything you can into it and then you see the reaction in the crowd hmm. that that's a that's a feeling you only get from that specific thing it's a once in a lifetime moment once you, you feel it say. once you'll, you you want to feel it yeah every it's, time it's every definitely time. addictive right. and not that you would definitely do it just for the fame but when you take everything that bothers you and everything that's been a problem to you and you put that into a song and you you know you finally materialize it in a way that you can kick its ass and then you take that out into the public and you kick its ass and they enjoy that as much as you do there's something special about that and, and, and really for and, me and, it's 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 the re the whole reason I got into music really is cuz in high school I'm I'm still young in high school sports wasn't really my thing and so I really music was, was, was there. the other it thing. Was, it was the other thing. <laughs> right. And you either were an athlete or you played music. Yeah, and, yeah, right. yeah. And right. music just appealed more to me than Well, I don't football, know where the fuck you guys went to school. I was a fucking nerd. <laughs> I was on the was chess team at an AV club. Right, Is right. That fun? I, I think it was reiterating fun. kind of what, what Brian was saying, we played a show uh, this last year at the Z Bar. Um, that was a good show. Mm -hmm. I don't even remember... The headlining the band. No, yeah. September morning. Yeah, September, September morning, morning, yeah. And you know, being up on that stage, you know, the stage is kind of odd shaped, and I was off to the, the left side, if you're looking out at the crowd. And I remember about halfway through the show looking down, stage and there was this little girl, probably, I don't know, 10, oh, 11 years old-ish, uh, with muscular dystrophy in a wheelchair. Oh, wow. And this little girl was just, I mean, you could tell she was into the music. And we finished out our set and everything, and as we was loading off stage, her parents came up to me and thanked us for playing. And I was like, oh, you know, it's what we enjoy doing. She, she's like, no, you don't understand. My little girl, who has muscular, muscular dystrophy, loves y'all's music. That's what it's all about, looking down and seeing that, that, that one person that may not be able to enjoy anything else in their life is enjoying that moment. No, and really was, on that, it's like what he said earlier was kind of to a, expand on that. He, he, was, he was being kind of kind of sarcastic. On that, <laughs> expand on that. <laughs> Sorry, he, uh, you know, he, he he was saying, you know, play 
you know, play your heart out to an audience to no matter how big your audience is. Right. Yeah. That's that's kind of what I what I took take from doing this. What inspires your music? Well, I mean, lyrically, it, it comes from anything that is a struggle, anything that you know what I mean, can be an obstacle to that you have to get over. For instance, our song "Sacrifice the Beast" was the very first song that I had the privilege to write lyrics to for one of these guys, and that's basically about society taking that part of you that is the most beast-like and telling you you're not allowed to have that anymore. You have to get rid of that. You must sacrifice the beast. And in a lot of ways, that's how we lose our humanity. And I feel like a lot of our songs revolve around certain things like that. And we might tell a story with one of our songs, but the basic point is, it's life sucks, and then you still gotta fucking get through it. And that's that's really that weird. sounds like a very metal twenty one twelve is what that is because that's what that is that's what that's about you know yeah. and, the, and the abolishment of art and music. That's yeah. where a lot of uh, the the music itself comes from too. You know. Uh, we all, I don't care who you are, everyone has issues in their life. And it's how you choose to cope with it is what makes you or break you. Well, we all choose to cope with it with our music, you know. Right. So you, if one of us has a bad week, you know, we're apt to come in here and, and write something it's really like fucking heavy, brutal. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But at the same time, even on, just because I've had a good week doesn't mean, you know, Ronnie's had a good week or Brian's had a good week. Well, or, no one's got it easy in any given yeah, and, no, really, and that's that's what a, a lot of you know yeah. we have a lot of feeling and emotions in our music, all the way. The around. way the way we write really just depends on how how we're feeling when we come in here. Because like, the only yeah. time we write songs is and, here. And, like, and one thing I could say is we could all trust the other guy to do what he's supposed mm -hmm. to do. I don't have to tell Jamie how I want this guitar part or Ronnie how to do this bass and no one's telling me how to do lyrics. We just all know what's supposed to happen and when right. we bring that together, right. all as the ingredients, we, we get the final product that we all like. Thing. Same time, it's like, all right, we want yeah. this, this, and this. Yeah, like, and hey, as we end on the same clap, we're good. Yeah, it's like song accomplished. And I do have to say, these guys are a great group of guys as far as bouncing ideas off, maybe trying something outside of the box. Hey, you know, it sound awesome. Let's try this. And if it sucks, then we just don't do it. But yeah. if it sounds awesome, we we try to except we don't tell that we don't tell each other that it sucks. We're just like, let's just not do that. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, right. I don't know. About, I don't know. We'll tell well, Aaron. We'll tell Aaron that it sucks. If, it's, if Aaron's with, doing anything sucks with my stuff, it's you know because I'm I'm a musician too, and everybody knows that. I bring it up at least once a show. I Hell think. yeah. <laughs> but um, I always sit there and I use the the George Lucas cop out. It's like this is really fucking good. It's just not, not for my band, <laughs> but this is really yeah, fucking yeah, good. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And you know, it's the same thing he did. You know, this is good, not for my movie. Yeah. But this is good. You know, so absolutely. Yeah, we, we've we've got a lot of material that we opt not to use just because it, it doesn't. Yeah, especially it doesn't, if it's something we can't I've fit it written, it's just like right. It doesn't, just doesn't fit what yeah, we're trying yeah. to do. It's just like right. what are well, you well, keep keep in mind, Ronnie, <laughs> our our speed demon slash uh, misfits thrash. Misfits. You know, Right there, yeah. He's, he's in his death. own yeah. world most of the time. Well, he, he's got to be. He <laughs> kicks ass. Player. He plays a Spectre, you know. Yeah. Right. It's mm -hmm. like not just any Spectre. It's a Legend 4X Hollow Flash. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So it's it looks uber sexy. It, it looks perfect. With a dog chain on it. With yeah. Now, boy, it is like what three dog times to train that big? needs to be. My old pit bull. Yeah. I think Carrie King played. The reason I went to the chain is because the strap broke. Because I had it like you know, it's like like a Thunderbird has a really bad neck dive. So I put the strap behind in the, the screws for the neck, and it ripped through the damn strap. Oh, so I was shit. like, nah, we're not doing this anymore. Just get the fucking eye hooks and put the chain on it. We're done. Right. It's a real I, chain. I, I had a Rottweiler it's, that yeah, broke one of them chains. Oh god! Well, I used to have a Rottweiler, and that little that that. Well, no, yeah, I say that little bitch, but no, she was huge. She was like 150 pounds. Rottweiler drug me down the street when I took her for a walk. I was like. Mine, you know the, the choker collars. I watched mine one day. I had a, uh, I had this old '74 Nova, and you know it's a tank, right? Oh yeah. And I had her chained it that way she, because I was working on it, and she could get right there next to me because she, you know how Rottweilers are; they got to be touching you almost all the time. And out of the blue, this cat come running across the yard, and I watched this dog take off, and I'm like, "Yeah, this is this is gonna be ugly when she hits the end of that chain because it's tied to this, you know." <laughs> Three thousand, four thousand pound car, 
she hit the end of the chain and never stopped. Oh, that shit. choker collar broke. So I literally, I, I had to get a logging chain to put her on because that's the only thing I could get that would hold her. I don't know if the spikes to come inward. Like, yeah. so it grabs the, yeah. yeah. Gone. I was like, wow, that's <laughs> impressive. Do you guys listen to yourselves musically? Always, yeah. yes, yes. I do every time. It's like, yeah. uh, wherever we do a show, I want to get a recording of it. So yeah. I, said, I will sit there and watch it over and over. It's like, where we need to improve, where I need to and improve. I, yeah, I, I do you do it, like though, as is, is non-critique? Almost yeah, never. Like just a, no. <laughs> Unless I'm drinking. If I'm pretty drunk, I might listen to our set like, oh, that was a pretty good show. But most of the time, I'm like, all right, we need to do that different. We wasted too much yeah. time here. Right. Yeah, it's really hard to listen to your music as a pastor. I've known you for a year, brother. We've never seen you drunk. I have one time. Oh, I have one a picture. Time. I have a picture. It was, right, uh, I, I do like show. to keep it professional at the shows. <laughs> there's nothing worse than forgetting your lyrics. Hey, you know what's it's worse? like, I'm the so one that wrote good. these. No one else is going to help me remember okay, these. But you let me trip over my pedal. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Around, you tripped yeah. over my pedal. And you got me high hey, on our first you, show. You guys get as fucked up as you like. I'll... I'll, I'll wait uh, till uh, I was show. trying to do all that. Uh, as far as, like, as, yeah. far as listening to our own music, for me at least, I can't listen to my own, like, our this band's music for enjoyment just because I'm I'm playing in this band and I notice my fuck-ups a lot. Right. And I can't enjoy that. And the first part of his name is Aaron. Yeah. Aaron, yeah. you fucked up. Yeah, I know with me, it's so, like, man, I will... I can improve my tone here. I can improve. Oh, I could add this here. I could add that there. Always something to be improved. Um, the, the song that we just wrote last week. I mean, I've, I've listened to it, I don't know, probably two dozen times throughout the week. And yeah, it's like, yeah, and I, I already changed the bass part for it. Add that. I can do this. I can do that. Right. So it's really rooted in a, in a critique. Yeah. You know, yeah. just on how you sing without practice. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, I think if we ever hit it, you know, hit a song dead perfect with nothing needing to be changed I could listen to it like, well I think yeah. the thing is that if we didn't have to perform our music and we listen to it passively we'd be like yeah this fucking rocks <laughs> but we we perform it and we're responsible for every yeah so we're responsible for the delivery so if we didn't have that we're just listening to it passively like it, like a member from the audience yeah it'd be fucking great but no we wrote it so now we we, we can't get in that mindset because we've got to play it I would say right. there are definitely parts in our songs, even to this day when we play them, and I get that, like, you know, goosebumps feeling under your skin. Like, it's like, oh, it's oh, a heavy yeah, part. Yeah, and while we're doing it, I enjoy it. But as far as, like, listening back later, I'm just hearing, hey, how did we perform? How did mm. how did that turn out? Versus, Especially hey, that's that. a heavy part, like, what and, I'm thinking and, while and, we're and doing then, it. And then, you know, you had a video, too. though, because we, we are striving uh, not to just get up on stage and play. You know, like we're trying to touch people. We have a show. We get up there and we perform not only instruments, but theatrics as well. You know, right? You you never know. Well, I've argued that for years in this city. If you're not, um, if you're not into your own music, right? Who else is going to be into it? Yeah, that's a great Mozart quote. It's like if your music doesn't move you, it's not going to move anyone else. Mm -hmm. Uh, and Just it's still like, technically a show. People that are there, they're not watching you because you know you're in the corner playing your instruments. They, you know, most well, of the time, seen, that, they just hey, watch this band, too. this thing is going on. I'd like to see a fucking performance. Yeah. Right. It's and not just the music. Right. We, and, we you know, you gotta have a we good stage all, presence. Except for the one stuck behind the drums, he yeah. can't really go right. wireless. But the, the other three of us, we do hey, run we wireless. Wireless drums. Hey, hey he can still do things. <laughs> Mars he even does. stands up behind the drums. He does his fair share. <laughs> right. But I do as much as I can. We, Absolutely. The other three of us, you know, we're our uh, first show at Twenty First Amendment. I, I went down and kind of off into the corner to kind of get a you know overview of the big picture. Look back up on stage, my singer's fucking gone. I was like, <laughs> "Where did Brian go?" I, I can hear I him have... singing, and finally <laughs> I see just little bits and pieces of him coming up through the crowd. He was down in the crowd, washing with the crowd, you know, and that's well, it always <laughs> what it's about. Well, know? it's really hard to argue I'm using any kind of effects pedal when you can hear me actually screaming right next to you. <laughs> right, right. right. And, and you know, that's we've we've um, despite the issues the band has gone through, we've really gotten quite a following uh, throughout. At least we're trying. We hope people enjoy it. And, yeah. You know, fucking. 
If not, well, play to one guy. Zach's here. We'll fucking play to Zach. Yep. You know, there's a meme that is out there, and it's like one. There's a band on stage. Yeah. And there's one guy in the crowd, and it says, "We'd like to thank Bobby for showing <laughs> yeah, up." Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. You know, and a friend of mine who was in uh, lives in Europe, and actually outside of London, shared that on Facebook years ago. And I was like, "You hear something about that?" So that, relatable. He that club's like, in Louisville. Yeah. He's like, and that hey, meme. That club is uh, hey, Did you see the one where the dudes were standing around this little fucking carpet and they're walking? It was like, so that's the stage? Yeah. I was yes. like, yeah. I said, they were like, that's Magbar. Yeah, no shit. Oh and ironically, I went into Magbar last night. No, and, and I like Magbar. Don't get me wrong. But I was like, holy shit. My basement's bigger than that. <laughs> yeah. This, this, where we're at right now. It's hey, bigger it, than. It used to be worse. It, it was. was it used remember. to be worse when when you were when you would play at Magbar when they had the arcade machines in there. Oh yeah, you had no walking space. There was no walking space, you and see. you played in the middle of the arcade machines. Oh wow! The, the worst oh, is always you, when someone's so you know where the go sound to the booth is. Cross through you guys. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? When when you're playing a show so, and halfway through someone's got to use the bathroom, but they got to walk through the stage to get to oh, the like, bathroom. Like that one place on Market Street. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, Fuck so, that place. So <laughs> last last night was the first time I personally had ever been to Magbar. Really? I've and never. I've never been. To be honest, well, you're not old enough to go. Suck. I'm 21. Yeah. He, 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 he just discovered his dick. The first show we ever played at 21st Amendment, right? I was 20. I couldn't get in. Yeah, you had to wait outside until we. Played and then he could come in and play. And then That's when the wireless drums come in handy. But yes. yeah, so all in all, <laughs> you know, the, 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 the sound <laughs> at the Mag Bar was huge last night. Yeah, they uh, do. They have great sound there. It was. I was impressed. Just what, what's crazy about Mag Bar is they only had those overhanging PA's and they don't mic anything else besides drum, yeah. kick drum, and vocals. Yeah, and so yeah. Uh, her worst nightmare came in. This dude had this fucking Boss Katana, the 112, and their bass player had a Behringer 210, and it barely filled the room with just that. But you, you I don't know. About, uh, when uh, they played Post Mortem last night, uh, yeah. I was outside with uh, Mike from Pale Walker, and they were loud as shit outside. I know. It's crazy. It's like that, that little 15 watt amp is that loud. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was screaming outside. Well, he now, really needed to get a noise gate in there, but oh yeah, I have it. So so hopefully they're going to be on the show here soon too. I have so. my hearing aids turned off, so there was earplugs, right? Right. And even with the earplugs, it was just loud. I was like, wow, this is crazy. Right. They've they've always had pretty good sound. You know, they've always had really good sound people there. So that's a, that's always a plus. You all don't have any albums out yet. Correct. Not at the moment. So we actually last night um, signed with a company called Misanthropic Records. Okay. And Familiar with them? I've done some radio spots for them when when this was a radio show. And we uh, all we have left to do now is physically turn the contract in. But he has already started uh, working on everything that they're going to do for us, and part of that is uh, recording. Um, we have two songs recorded in the past we don't talk about um, due to changes in the band. Okay. Um, we can no longer use those. So well, we, are, we can use the songs, just not those recordings. Right, right. We can use the songs. We just have to re-record it because um, too many we changes, cannot too many include changes. certain parts in that song. Right. Understandable. So uh, there, there's going to be music um, soon. Okay. Yeah, so hopefully... By summer. Hmm? Hopefully by summer. We're hoping. Um, a lot of it depends on schedules. Um, yeah, that's going to be the biggest obstacle. One of us just moved to DFE, Kentucky. And, Where? Um, somewhere in northern Kentucky. We might be playing shows in Cincinnati. Yes, sir. <laughs> might be. Yes, that's sir. And Lexington. Yeah. Definitely. But, uh, we'll there's be spreading. Gonna do I'll, I'll fucking do I it. So. We've really? got one that you're going to do. His wife is expecting. <laughs> Um, I'm in. I work full time. I go to college full time. So, and then Ronnie's you know, so just yeah, Ronnie. You, yeah, exactly. That's the only way you can describe what yeah. I do. It's, it's just Ronnie. You don't do shit. Yeah, Ronnie's just Ronnie. <laughs> yeah, Ronnie does. Yeah. Ronnie. There's no Ronnie does Ronnie shit. for it. Like, I get that. 
Like his I am my own. Yeah, he does so much shit. Metallica wrote a song about him. Right. Exactly. Right. right. I was a kid. I was like, Which this motherfucker wrote a song about me personally. <laughs> Um, and our, you know, like the stupid thing was, it's a song about killing people. It's like, yeah, as soon as I hit fucking high school after Columbine, I'm like, wait a minute, aren't you that fucking Ronnie dude that killed? <laughs> right, like, right. What, uh, oh, right, dude, you know, you guys went too far. And so, A, why do you know about Metallica's Ronnie? With, yeah. with, 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 with all that being said, Ronnie, um, so like our contract, you know, he went through and, and did all the proofing reading on it. Um, the addendums on it, stuff like that. He's done our our small logo, and you know he does a lot of things behind the scenes that a lot of people well, that really none of us have a whole lot of time for right at the moment. So right you know it's it's kind of nice having that that go to person in the band that uh, when when you throw something out there, he's like, I got you. you Absolutely, know. I could <laughs> I could dig that, and every every band needs something <coughs> like that who can. Break everything down, and you know, be when there. He start, for when he else. started, you know, he started mentioning the problems, not problems, but you know, little errors of the contract. And he, you know, he started saying all this stuff. What about this? What about this? What about this? I was like, you know, I wouldn't have even thought about thought about it like that. Right, <laughs> right. You know, like glad we had some who retains glad, rights yeah, to your yeah. music and, and, and stuff. Yeah, that like. was wording, actually wording is very, very important. Yeah. And he noticed that, and I was like, wow. Very much, because, you know, <laughs> something happens in 30 years, and yeah. some ridiculous song fucking blows up, Right. you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's something that, you know, that's <clears throat> always something to worry about with music, you know, is, you know, that's how people like Sabbath like, got fucked. Uh, yeah, it was like Motley Cruz, like, they didn't own the rights to their music for the first three albums. No. And they had to buy it back for the record label for ten million dollars. That's o- the only reason why the movie got made or was stopped from being made when they wanted to make it was because the record company owned the rights to the songs they were wanting to use in the movie. Right. Well, I mean, look at uh, look at the Beatles catalog. You know, the Beatles catalog went up for auction, and uh, Paul was going to buy it and got outbid by Michael Jackson. Yeah, that was that was crazy. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and they were friends because Paul was on on songs with him. So that, what's that, the matter, Paul? I thought we were still friends. That, that's exactly, yeah. It's like, what's the matter, Paul? You don't, get the money buy your mo- you, you don't have the money to buy your songs? That's I got the grand. money. <laughs> that's mine now. So what are your all's interests outside of music? Uh, metal work. We all work with metal a little bit. We're all welders or some things of that sort. Right. Which is fucking awesome because you're on the metal force, right? <laughs> Hell yeah. Right. 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 Uh, uh, I, I, me personally, I just work and spend time with my wife and then spend time with my friends here and there when I can but we play with fire and we also kill goats yeah we're in a metal band yeah the things you just listed I mean you kill them but sounds like you all hang out in a bunch of cemeteries too yeah we hang out in cemeteries uh, old catholic cemeteries Brian actually tried to kill me yesterday I go to sleep to the soothing sounds of meat grinders Uh, and it's just the constant yeah Instead of caffeine, I just oh, yeah. play with um, Fucking Peter's uh, you know, great bass. Drugs, love it. <laughs> drugs. <laughs> yeah, just drugs. Like yeah, just, just rainbow. Drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Burger is okay. That's basically what I'm saying. Gosh, tough crowd. Here. No, <laughs> yeah, all of that is true. <laughs> you can't even deny it. <laughs> like, no, like most metalheads were like super. Like death metal on stage, but then we're like, yeah, "What do you guys do?" I'm gonna go to the park for a walk. That's yeah, right. well, like, uh, about taking the baby. And shit. Like, I gotta take. I gotta take my wife. It's home. Like, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna read this new new issue of Thor. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. If, if 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 you look at the band and you look at the music we put out, and then you look at like, what we do, uh, you know, personal life, you're just like. You play in a metal band? Yeah, you know, right. I mean, come on, I, I work for a company in Mount Washington, right? Right. That we make uh, conveyor systems for uh, UPS, FedEx, and everything else. I'm, I'm in the higher end of quality. Um, I deal with suppliers and whatnot, but then, you know, people see me dress, you know, professional and whatnot at work, and then they'll see me on yeah, stage. And ironically, we, we have a new director of quality who also, you've heard of the band Flashy Flores? Yes. He's a drummer for oh, Flashy. Wow. So I was like, wow, what a small world. But yeah, yeah I mean, that's, uh, I got two grandbabies that, that I love trying to spend time with. Um, I'm fortunate right now that they live with us. 
Um, and then of course my dogs and we get a chance to hang out like last night. Right. You know, go to a, go to a show. Yeah, me and Ronnie met up at right there at the Mag Bar, and, um, and it, it really games. didn't start like that. We all didn't really hang out outside of this. You know, yeah, this, would be, this would be our, we were. This, this was this was really the only time we ever really saw each other. So, <laughs> tell me about that. I mean, how did well, you? Okay, I mean, so, you so, were a band and you've changed some members. Okay, so, so let, I, me, let me let me because well, I've been Jamie's. here since the beginning. So let me. We'll you guys are terrible. So <laughs> we sort are, of. Yes, but no. Let's uh, just talk over the, each other. There was another individual, right? There was another individual. That him and I originally started this band. Um, fortunately, when when we come together, uh, we brought Aaron in. Um, I, I, I knew him through this this other individual. Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna name names. Just yeah, again. that's fine. It's it's just I don't. He's cool. We like him. Um, so then Who we does that? brought Ronnie in shortly after, and Craig we we interviewed quite a few Lewis. people for vocals. <laughs> And here come Brian, and we actually we set it up so like three people were interviewing on one day, but we had it's like American Idol, right? But they all showed up at the same time. time. Oh shit! (laughs) So it was like, oh well, the first guy tried out, and then Brian got up there, and and the third guy was actually one of my buddies, and he sounded good. I like both of them. They both did really good, but I don't. I didn't think they were a good fit for the sound you guys. The 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 third one, my buddy, he was like, yeah, I'm not even gonna try out after hearing him. He's who you need. So I remember whenever Brian tried, like whenever he first started, you know, singing, and I I had to stop playing because I was like. Wow, yeah. what is happening right now? Like, what, what are you doing? Well, I mean, <laughs> death metal vocals is the only thing I'm good at. Everything else is an uphill battle. <laughs> I mean, it's the only thing that's ever come naturally, and it's not a very useful talent outside of metal. You really, I mean, unless like you're a drill instructor, give me twenty now. Right. You, you really, you, there's no use. But in, at the same it. time, you're probably like, yeah. what? Yeah, huh? Right. I'm totally using it on my kids, though. So, <laughs> but they'll be like, "What? No." <laughs> but but as as time went, things weren't uh, working out. Yeah, and it, it and it's all good now because we got yep we got he, some badass songs and we're taking it in a direction that I feel like is going to be better off. Yes, so, good. Yeah. So good. It, it you know what started out a little rough. Uh, turned into a very good thing. Well, uh, no band starts off easy, I would say. You know what I mean? There, you you got to find your right element. Water sucks its own level in some way. The Parker's family started off easy. <laughs> and then it got real hard real quick. Yeah, it did. Yep. They're like, all right. All right. All right. We're the, you're, you're, you're the musical Brady Bunch, so <laughs> let's make this work. That's that's how I'm going to promote this, this episode. We're the musical Brady the, Bunch. The musical Brady Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> like the story did not turn out well. Of a man named Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Jamie's the asshole of the band. Wait, you got that fixed up? Like I'm the asshole. So, hey, Marcia. you want to take that role? You it's are, yours, brother. You are totally Marsha. <laughs> oh man, I am not Marsha. I'm yes, more Jane than anybody. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? I'm like, really? Like, <laughs> well, at least it, we made a big chunk of space. We can edit out of this. Yeah, <laughs> two big chunks now. Two. Aaron's like y'all could play any show from like any major concert from days gone past. What would it be? Louder than life. Before Donington. Yeah. With Sepultura. With Sepultura. Yeah. There you go. Um, Any show with Cradle of Filth. I mean, I mean, I mean like a bit. There, there, like there are some. From Morrowind when we stop trashing every band we're talking about. Every venue and band, like, oh, I fucking hate those guys. <laughs> right. Well, so, I guess what I the question is geared to be like, okay, like Isle of Wight, Woodstock, Walking, right. um, oh, Donington. Man. You know, yeah, it's like um, Donington would be awesome. And you know, other than me. He's probably the only other person who's ever said that Donington. And I would go Donington like 84. Like, I, I'm yeah. doing like... The, 80, or, or 85. Well, I was going to say, the, anywhere between 84 to 86 area. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, Louder Than Life, Rock the Range. Um, you know the same people own those shows. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want to own those shows. The Who well, concert no, where all those people got killed in the beginning? Firefest? 
No, the one in Cincinnati where they did the festival seating. Oh, yeah. Where they got trampled. Yeah. Oh, that's hardcore. That yeah, I think the whole time they were playing, we'd play uh, Burden of the Bones. That'd be perfect. Yeah. If we could play Burden of the With Bones. The bass drop. 36 the bass minutes. While people are screaming, I feel like that would add some tones we need for that I mean, song. You gotta yeah. Yeah, so you better fire. record it, right? You better right, record right. it. So, yeah, time travel's possible. That's what I'm doing. Now, now as far as bands, <laughs> when it's possible. you know, I would love to play with, like, Sepultura. Um, Sepultura like now? Sepultura. Or, or, like Sep- what flavor? or Sepultura, like, Morbid Visions. Yes. Or Sepultura, like, Against. And you he's know? right. So, so there like, were three flavors of Sepultura. Like, there was the thrash, there was the new metal, then there was... So, so I'm thinking... Because, like, Chaos yeah. AD... Chaos AD was awesome. But I could totally dig some Roots Sepultura. You like, know? Yeah, you know, there was the new metal Sepultura. Uh, yeah, I could dig them, but, you know, that era for them. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I loved it. Them or uh, Cannibal Corpse. Uh, Any flavor King Diamond. I'm a huge King Diamond fan. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I and mean, then uh, the news just broke, you know, and by the time we're recording this, it broke like a few days ago. Yeah. Um, that <coughs> Merciful Fate's playing Psycho uh, Fest or whatever the fuck it's called in uh, Las Vegas. It's our only North American show yeah. this year. Like, oh, <clears throat> damn. I'm in the I'm in the deathcore. So any deathcore band, not any deathcore band, but yeah, not just any, but these, I like these I like, five. I like deathcore a lot. So if we could play with Oceano, you remember Oceano? Yeah, I remember Oceano. You remember MySpace? <laughs> you know Oceano. You know MySpace. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm a big Behemoth fan too. Right on. Actually, I've got a Nerd Adam Nerdall signature seven string sitting over there. Nice. It is. It's really fucking light. I was surprised. It plays. it weighs just as much as a Jackson King V. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's crazy. Uh, nah, we'll get to gear later, but yeah. Oh yeah. Um, other than that, you know, the rest of the questions are kind of like a you know personal biographical kind of thing. Okay. Um, do you have a favorite movie? I do. Ooh. It's uh, one Human Centipede Three. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? You can segment some bitches like mouth of ass all you want. No, uh, number three is is uh, they. Uh, I don't know. You it's really gotta watch it. it. You, you know, gotta watch it in, in, in order. Number yeah, you gotta one, watch the first two. two to get the third one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen the third one. I didn't know there was a third. one. Okay, but in Sharknado, honesty, Sharknado, that's where it's in at. all seriousness. Joker, the new one. That was the new good. one. I fucking love that movie. Sometimes you get what you so fucking deserve. Dude, Maury. Goosebumps. <laughs> that, that part. That, that, that movie K was frame, so Smith phenomenal. Wesson. What was an L frame? That was too big to be an L frame. So movies it was is, the K frame. Movies is kind of a sore subject with me. I don't watch a whole lot of TV, any sort. Um, if it's I porn, am, we're not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I am like, a, a uh, gearhead. I love my cars, and right um, especially tuner yeah. cars. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the, the whole Fast and the Furious series, even though it was somewhat overrated, um, it's still, you know, they, they've got a good mix of cars in there, so, it's, you know, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, they cater like, literally every car audience. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it, I think... I, I don't. These two, you're a fan of the original Gone in sixty seconds. This one, yeah, this one here probably yeah, was like you're Jack never Jack heard of this movie. But there was a movie out years ago. Um, it was it had Charlie Sheen in it. And it was called The Raft. You're right. I've never heard of that. And um, when <laughs> Boy, the opening be. scene, of course, it had uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, uh, well, so yeah. you do realize there was the Charlie Sheen movie Ultimate, called The uh, Did you hear about Ozzy Osbourne has Parkinson's? Loser or something like that. Anyway, Ultimate Sin. The, well, it was off of the Ultimate Sin album. Okay, we uh, might have been the Ultimate Sin. Totally not perfect. But anyways, it, that was the opening <laughs> scene like, with this Aussie song playing. You know, it was really cool. It was just private muscle cars you know, and whatnot. But private, private uh, that was that was probably one of my like favorites. This is illegal. <laughs> you hush <laughs> while he's talking. <laughs> Damn it, Ronnie. <laughs> hey, quit playing with yourself over there. Hey, I'm hey. doing bass player jobs. Put your pants on. We don't need you to keep hey, the you know down what? That's right now. Let's baby shower. <laughs> you have to. Wow. That's great. <laughs> that was like the joke I made with Jimmy. He's like, why aren't you? I was like, uh, I'm not going to wear pants. I'm going to be drunk. Uh, and, and this is like, ongoing. We do this like 
all week long through chat. And, oh yeah, I, mean, I know how it is. Like, it's it's nonstop. You know, we there will be times where we don't talk for three or four days, and then we just start sharing raunchy memes. Yeah, like Aaron, Aaron, Aaron see who can gross each other out the the, Aaron the Booker's, most first. <laughs> Aaron posted like, this thing on, on Facebook, right? And it was about you know OSHA violations and this and that and the other. I told him, I said, <laughs> you wouldn't know what to do if an OSHA violation slapped you with its stick in your head. I said Aaron would put it in his mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah, and he oh. had to chime in. Family on Facebook. What the fuck are you guys doing? Oh, <laughs> hey, hey, you do it. That's that's you you uh, you open the door. Don't yeah, don't yeah, feel bad right. when it gets slammed in your face. You yeah. know. As Ronnie grabs the cheapest liquor from the liquor cabinet. Okay, Dude, I'm grabbing the liquor that's been in here since fucking. That's last the, year. the the yeah the. The reshelving of the stock, or you know, yeah, Jamie's like, all right, well, facing we'll the shelves, you know, you like, show, uh, rotation, empty yeah, bottles. Yes. yeah, it's shelf yeah, rotation, FIFO, FIFO. So, go, so for the thing. most part, I'm, I'm pretty generous when it starts getting into more expensive stuff. I'm like, yeah, guys, try to shy away from that a little bit, right? Yeah, it's right. expensive, but that was like one of the cap or unspoken rules when I joined. It was like, we're going to ship in for the liquor and like beer, whatever you're. Well, the issue came in with the, the unnamed party that's no longer here. He didn't drink much, but when he did, he would empty the damn bottle. Oh, damn. Yeah, you can't be doing that. Yeah, he was ugly. But, yeah, like, Jamie's like, wait a minute, you're, the, like, the only one that's actually been paying your share of the beer whiskey fund, Aaron. I bring a six-pack every once in a while now. You bought one. Don't look at me. <laughs> Two? He's, bought three. two? He's bought two in three years. <laughs> yeah, three. Two or three. Every once in a while. <laughs> I can't. I, okay, well, to be fair, whenever hey, we started, many, I could not buy alcohol. Legally. But you could have bought cigarettes. And how many fucking packs have you bummed? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we're going to reprimand you after this interview. You, you're actually losing. Right, yeah, we are going to punish you. Yeah, punish you. Damn. Uh, we'll aside from the too. alcohol right now, do you all have a favorite food? Favorite food. Pizza. I am all about my Japanese. What kind? What do you mean? What kind? Like from where? Or like? He's like pizza. No, what kind what, of what, what, okay, like? let's. I am all pizza about Japanese. Japanese. Oh, no, I said pizza. What, okay, pizza. and I said what kind? Okay, so keeping like, it, keeping I mean, it a I mean, local. Where would you go locally? Oh fuck! No. Uh, um, I used to go. I used to go. I used to eat at Spinelli's. What? Used to? Mellow mushroom. Well, I don't That's not here anymore. And it then, was when I was. It was eating. great when it was. So when Spinelli's was on Dixie, I'd eat there frequently. Yeah, but yeah. now that they're not yeah. on Dixie, you're not going downtown. Maybe. Yeah, I'm not going okay. downtown. Right. Impelazari's pizza, Boomba's is amazing. <laughs> Boomba's is really good. Old Chicago pizzas they like have sex. Pizza, it's bad, oh my it's still gosh. good. My, my yeah. all-time well, favorite pizza right now is Blaze Pizza. Dude, Blaze Pizza to, a, a, to an extent. Extent. <laughs> to an extent, yes. but some places you get pizza can't even be compared to other pizza places because it's so fucking different. Right, it's like, like uh, Boomba's, Donisi, uh, uh, next door Don to Easy. the Mag Bar. Never yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's owned by the Mag Bar. It's right next door. It's the same building. Yeah, and it doesn't taste like it's slices like Spinelli's, but it doesn't the dough taste is different. like Spinelli's. It's but that's how they do the dough. Yeah. The dough. So, so Brian, Brian, what? What do you got as favorite yeah, food? Yeah, what do you like for food? You like? Goat's blood! Pussy <laughs> does not count. Well, I was well, going to say I do eat cats, but I do <laughs> like human vaginas. Oh. Uh, well, uh, listen. Lucenta has like, wait, a wait. lot of stem cells and nutrients, and You're I advocate right. for you to try it. I will not. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> but seriously. I will not eat after birth. Well, I, I go hungry a lot, so I just sleep when I feel hungry, and then I wake up, and then I don't feel hungry anymore, so I've been doing pretty good with that. Oh, ah. <laughs> uh, well, no. Uh, anything diet. If I if I had a last meal right before they're like, all right, we're gonna shoot you tomorrow. What do you want to eat? I'd probably eat steak and lobster because you know I'm a gentleman. <laughs> I, I can buy that. After previously yeah. talking about eating out, uh, uh, I don't like eating. The only reason I eat is out of you uh, like necessity. So I like bland, boring food. Like, like ramen. I like my. No, fuck you. You can like make ramen awesome. Yeah, yeah. You had a hard you know, time that. That's because you're like, Vietnamese. That doesn't count. Hey, I'm not Vietnamese. <laughs> well, the thing with ramen, though, you know, it's made out of like like top ramen. Yeah, it's yeah. made out of styrofoam. Yeah, yeah. That's so why I do. Unhealthy. I make my own ramen. Right. So I get the buckwheat <laughs> noodles. I boil that out, and I get my sesame oil. I get the cayenne pepper, the salt. Send me boil that down. I get the tofu going. So I it's roll, all Korean um, style. 
Shut up, it's Asian. You want know, <laughs> a date at your house? Make me Roman. Hey, you know what? But no, I do the typical Nordic diets like meat, potatoes, beans, potato, beans and barley. Right. Because, uh, yeah. You I mean, want it bland because you only do it out of necessity, you said? No, because I used to be really tiny. It's like I've been the same height since I was 15, and I weighed 140 pounds. And now he's So now I weigh reason. 220 pounds. <laughs> and that was from beans, barley, like diet, and slapping the base. And slapping the base. Slapping base. With my dick. Yeah. Like murder face. Like, but with my dick. Yeah. It doesn't help that your face is like 200 pounds heavier than it needs hey, to be. you know what? That's why he had to bulk up. Yeah. yeah. Right? He literally yeah, had to get stronger. Had to. Not to mention your shoulder's fucked up and using that chain. Well, you know The first what? show he used that chain, his shoulder was messed up because he messed it up from work. And he decides to put that no, chain that on. Was, no, no, no. The chain was an afterthought. Morning. Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. You can about. edit all this out so he still gets his work. It's not our first show. The first show oh. he used. To <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Like I, was, I, I mean, fuck the work we call people. I told them straight. I was like, dude, I play in a band, so they're like, okay. It's like they don't know how to spell my last name on my Facebook and social media. But the reason why I went to the chain because you know uh, the neck dive issue, like my strap broke, but really. The way the chain sits on my traps, it pushes on the nerve just right. So you're saying I can actually metal play. and bass is curing you. It is. It is. Second to Jesus. Ronnie right. Huge with a B twenty twenty. Point well proved, right? Yeah. There. Very Look much. at that. That and it, it was I don't know, it just hits that nerve just right. I can feel I can actually feel my hand. I'd like to ask you if you'd like to accept bass but, as your personal lord and savior. Well, if you can feel your okay. head, that means you can feel your dick. So well, I mean, I, I am ambidextrous. Right, right, right. I am ambidextrous. So you're all connoisseurs of alcohol. Yep. You except ever? for this one, except for Brian. Yeah, but well, I smoke my weed. Connoisseurs <laughs> of alcohol is like, yeah, my go-to is uh, early times. Well, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Do you have a particular brand that is... Bottle of like, yeah, I, I am a black man. It's like, if you've seen the Eddie Griffin, Eddie Griffin's, like, uh, comedy stands, like, you ask a black man, it's like, is liquor that it's the same one every time, early times. Like, that's my go-to. I like Jack Daniels. <coughs> Pretty simple, I guess. And Jamie, you're over here with the my, my, with the blackened my, right now, but I think that's a special occasion thing. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really hooked on my blackened. I a love a good uh, minimum nine-year bourbon. Um, I tried one. I don't. Don't ask me the name of it, but it was like a 17-year bourbon last night. I drink oh, yeah. And it was it was honestly the oh, best. Oh, it was mostly wheat. It wasn't fermented from whatever. Yeah, but I, I like my bourbons. Um, beer, Blue Moon, um, pretty Mine much on. exclusively. I'll tell you what Brian likes. I like that Granddaddy yeah. Perp, some of that sour diesel. I'll tell you what. Uh, I'll you tell give you me what. some of that uh, Afghan kush. <laughs> I feel like those are things I enjoy. When things start getting a little stale, I've got some Grand Marnier up there. I throw a shot in the moon and the orange. Brian the likes really tequila shots. Because we had the show at Zanzibar that one time. Oh, hey, that, was, that was whiskey, and that's because no, it was the cheapest. It was tequila. No, no, no. no, no I, I, was I got you all. At Zanzibar, I did. Okay, really so that, show, that Zanzibar show was the first show we played where I was 21. <clears throat> Uh-huh. And I, went, I walked to the bar. I order a shot of Crown Apple. This was before we played. Mm-hmm. And Ronnie walks up, gets two <laughs> shots of gin. And I didn't realize that one of them was for me. So I took the shot of Crown Apple, and he, he slides me the shot of gin. I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Drink and, it, and, uh, yeah, and so it. I took a shot of Crown Apple, and then took a shot of gin, and oh, that yeah. show was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the fun I like to have it when we... I was uh, I, I, out. It's like I, no I, one does shots of gin. I'm like, I remember walking on stage gin out, and they're like just like dusting the bottle off every time. <laughs> I remember, I remember walking on stage, and I was like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> I remember know. walking on stage, like, where the fuck is my bass? Yeah, yeah, it's actually the recording where, where I'm, I'm like, walking around looking. He's yeah. he, you hear him goes, "Where's my bass?" <laughs> and I can see it; it's right in front of me, so I just point at it like. And I'm thinking, I thought he was pointing at my bass like, case on the, on the other end of the stage. And I'm like, "Oh fuck, there it is!" I was, get, I was like. I get there, I was like, what the fuck? I like, walk back around. Now, and come now back keep up. in mind, our and intro is playing. We yeah, need like, to go on. Yeah, and it's, it's happening. Yeah, exactly. The ship has set sail. 
Well, you just kind of uh, answered one of my last questions is, do you have any Spinal Tap moments? (laughs) Oh, yeah, That's definitely definitely it. My backstage moments happen on stage. Well, our last show, uh, last song, my microphone cut out. I go to use Jamie's mic. Nothing. I go to use Aaron's mic. Nothing. <laughs> Three mics and nothing's working. I just start screaming at the crowd. My arms out like, "Come on, motherfuckers, get close if you want to know the lyrics." Uh, you no. know, I've seen somebody do that in Twenty First Amendment before. Yeah. Because it was us. <laughs> it was. Yeah, that was us. You were there, dude. It was on one of my shows. Okay. There. I think my Spinal Tap moment was uh, back in October. Um, and, and please don't let this the moment that everything comes down uh, but I lost my brother I'm the, sorry. Uh, uh, just here to say drugs and heart problems don't mix right so we so. did the show at the, the 21st amendment and one of the things that my stepmom asked me was you know hey uh, death of an angel was, was my brother's favorite song uh, even years ago before this band come together um, I had recordings of it from back then and uh she wanted me to dedicate that song to him. So, uh, one of the hardest moments in my life, but uh, neither here nor there, we get right to the uh, middle part where I play my solo, and I don't play a whole lot of solos. I do a lot of lead work throughout the songs, but to actually have a solo, I don't do right. very often, and this is just one of them songs. And right as I started playing that damn solo, my fucking battery, my wireless goes out. Oh, and I'm oh, like, shit, it. So I remember that being—I remember that being one of the best times we've ever played that song. Yeah, ironically, um, I was able to—I knew where I had another battery sitting at, so it was, you know, run over, dump them, put the two new ones in, and I come in right as the solo was ending, so I was able to just come right back in. And I missed the solo, but oh uh, well, you know. But yeah, that was. But it's a story that it's one of those things that'll always make you remember it, uh, and probably always say we remember. Yeah, yeah, and, and actually, that caused me to go to the uh, Energizer Lithium batteries. Yeah. Because they last forever. And Energizer, we'd like you to send us some money now. <laughs> or yeah. some batteries. Or batteries. Yeah. Or both. Now, the running joke is, when we do live shows, is someone trips on my cables. Yeah, everyone yeah. always kicks Ronnie's bass pedal. Even somehow I managed. Oh, uh, you mean like when I stepped <laughs> on From the behind the drums. Yeah. 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 Somehow, I always get unplugged. And when I went wireless... It somehow got fucking unplugged. Oh gosh! I was like, every, well, every, every show had his before. preamp pedal sitting there, right? And, and if you hit it, he loses all sound. And I don't remember what was going on, but we was in the middle of a song, and I guess when I turned around to come back, he <laughs> stepped on I it. Stepped oh on shit! It. Like, he stepped on it. I stepped on it. Now, Aaron's the only one who hasn't stepped on it yet. There's before, a lot of places we're every, looking. Down is not, not one of them. No, no. exactly. No, because like, you don't look down on stage. You know, we're just the only time I look down, down is when I'm getting ball. ready to jump down. Right. Uh, that's why I did like a Z bar. Liquor, uh, give me a snare. You know, have that. Thanks, like, oh yeah, it's like uh, we did. No extra found a Z bar. It's like I got off stage and I got unplugged. <laughs> jumped down. It's like point. I was like, hey, plug me back in. And he didn't. Uh, Brian saw me doing it. He looked down. It's like. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. No, I would say I plugged your bass pedal in more than you have. Wow. I got him. But yeah, yeah, that was funny. I remember that. He was in the crowd just... I was like, nuts. fuck it. I'm going to pretend like I plugged in. A <laughs> uh, couple more. Uh, what's your guilty pleasure, Ronnie? Kesha. I'm not even guilty about it. Kesha, Michael Bolton, Celine Dion. I mean, the, them bitches can sing. Yeah, I call Ryan. Michael Bolton a bitch. Uh, I mean, really, if it's good, I listen to it. I, I don't ever try to limit. I limit myself to genres. You know what I mean? There's definitely some songs where, if I'm hanging out with my hardcore metal friends, I'm like, "No, we're not gonna play." Yeah, this yeah. <laughs> no, I don't really need to lose all their respect Sorry. right now. But no, Dude, it's I know good. the words of yeah. fucking yeah, the it's, Spice Girls. Uh, well, nothing, nothing like that. But I mean, I, I like, it, like I said, if it's good, I like it. I like some of the new things that come out, like some of the electronic music. I feel like. A Did song can be heavy, even though it's not in distortion. Just because it's not distorted doesn't mean it can't be heavy. There's this guy. Oh, absolutely. He's a Lorne, L-O-R-N, Lorne. He's fucking badass. He's got st- stuff that's super dark but also very trippy, and I like that. And But, you know, I would never limit myself. I, uh, I, I really like The weekend. 
the way yeah. R and B. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I, I like I like R and B a lot. Not your guilty pleasure. I mean, other than that, all I'll listen I mean, to th- really that's is gonna be the thing that I like. I like turn in your metal card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, I'm not gonna be ashamed about like what I listen to. It's like, oh my guilty pleasure. Like, no, I, if I was in the car it, with any oh, one no. of these people. I, I, listen, I listen to Yanni and yeah, yeah. I don't give a shit. Dude, you should never, great. you should never let someone else's likes or dislikes. I mean, yeah, like I said, I'm not guilty about it. Or like you shut said. the fuck up when I'm talking. Drummers you should never like, let someone's likes or dislikes change your likes or dislikes. No, absolutely that You limit not. yourself for no reason. I got duct tape up there, Ronnie. You shut the fuck up. You, every time I started to talk. So, so, so I'm trying to think of a, I've, I've been trying to think of a good way to say this. Let's just say yeah, my guilty pleasure would be... Um, I have a girlfriend that lets me <laughs> oh, do God. what I want. Oh, no. Here we right. go. Right. Or, Savage Master, mm. they have a song about that, Whips with, and Chains. Yeah, with Whips and Chains. It's an album. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah there we go, there we yeah, go. Yeah. Um, no, we, we are in a very unique relationship. Um, she does <laughs> let me see who I want, when I want, how I want. Right on. Um, Nothing wrong with that. that. That's one of my guilty that. pleasures. I think motorcycles huh? would be my other one. Right on. So, good deal. So, before we go... Anybody want to give out any shout-outs to anyone? Anyone, anybody, any bands, any friends, any venues, anybody? I want to shout-out my friend Zach. He's sitting right next to me. Yeah, he's almost been quiet this entire time. All of them. He's he's the best one at these interviews. Right? (laughs) Precisely. You got anyone? Uh, Just all my crew from Cincinnati. You guys are awesome. Uh, The whole 513 Metal Alliance, you guys are awesome. Yeah. if you don't know anything about the Cincinnati metal scene and you want to take a trip up there, they got a ton of really awesome bands that are really diverse. I Pretty much all the promoters are good. Just check scene. them out. And in all seriousness, I'd like to I'd like to shout out all my friends and family. They they've all been supportive of me doing this. Good deal. So. I literally have two people like that support what I do. <laughs> and in general. <laughs> And we're both oh, here. Oh, and Brandy. And we're both here. Wow. I'm literally living yeah, right. the dream that I had when I was a kid. It's like, be good enough to play in a band. I don't care how successful or what the band does, but just be, be able to be on stage and play my music is my dream. And, that's, and I'm doing it. Yeah. Awesome. I, I, have, I do have a couple. One, um, naturally, 21st Amendment Tavern. Uh, Andrea and her crew out there are awesome. Definitely. Um, we've played there quite a few times and got many more coming, hopefully. Um, the other would be Misanthropic Records for giving us that opportunity. Yeah, and then, PR, uh, man. This is all the time, by the way. <laughs> no, <laughs> stop with him. Right, right. Um, hey, Jared, you fucking kid, take the shot. And, Why don't you and shut and up, Ronnie? Why don't and you take the shot? Honestly, um, Mary, my fiance, we've been together 13 years. She has stood beside me through thick and thin when it comes to my music. Definitely my wife, too. She's she's never, never, ever doubted me doing this at all. She's been here twice. It's crazy. She's been here twice. Three times. My chick got drunk and threw up in James' toilet. Congrats. Has your chick done that? At least it was in the toilet, not on the floor. Congrats, Ronnie. Congrats. You win. Yeah, I win. My chick wins with Big Casey. So so we have the bass player that's got to top everyone and the drummer that can't shut up. So, you know, typical that's, band. You know it's what? Part, it's part of my that's song. exactly right. It is always that way because I know for a fact because I'm a bass player. I get it. Yeah. And I had a drummer that wouldn't shut the fuck up either. They're so like, we're trying to tune. It's like, how, don't you use however, tune? Have you ever had to tell your guitarist to turn up? <laughs> oh, my. No. The last yeah. couple times, you're like, Jamie, I can't hear you. Turn up. Yeah, <laughs> no, I've never had that. Turn down for what? Uh, and how does everybody get a hold of you? How does everybody get a hold of you? Where can you find you on, on Facebook, online? Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. Those roles. All so. of our personal profiles are also on our Facebook. And too, if you so. see us out in public, feel free to come up and smack us around. Let us know what yeah. you need to you yeah. know, say. There's right. pictures of us on social media. Right on. So, Facebook.com slash Provoke Punishment. PTP. Or, actually, our Facebook page is Facebook. Whatever it is, but it's PTP Metal. Okay. Or go to the uh, Mass Asylum site because we're still getting a ton of traffic through that. Yes. Yeah, our former, the, the old name of the band was Mass Asylum. Right. And that's when I was originally going to do the interview and then right. you all changed. And um, I was like, that, right that, 
page was actually. I'm trying to get people redirected. Well, to, just leave the page open, like, because that's how people know us. Uh, like, hey, we're this guy now. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, we'll get everyone swapped over. But hopefully, you know, awesome. people are pleading, so they come and go. Absolutely. Well, like guys, penises. thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's I appreciate you. it. Yeah. And keep the fucking metal going because keep you know you said something earlier and it rings true and it's just like you know it's for everybody so keep it fucking open you know yeah. go for it yeah. that's why patel was like we fucked up when we sued napster <laughs> <laughs> anyway sacrifice the beast <laughs> Visit the 21st Amendment Tavern, located in a Germantown neighborhood at the corner of Burnett and Shelby. 21st Amendment Tavern has great drinks and amazing food from head chef Andrea Estes. Also at the tavern, the Metal Forge Live is featured with doors at 9 and shows at 10 and just 5 bucks. Head on out to 21st Amendment Tavern. Since 1973, Tattoo Charlie's has been an established body modification studio in Kentucky. Featuring world-renowned artists and piercers, currently with locations on Preston Highway and in Lexington. A staple point in the tattoo community. Learn more at TattooCharlie's.com. Set up your appointment today at 7904 Preston Highway. Our tattoos are done while you wait.